Hello and welcome to the Daily Post podcast. My name is Yuri Mello. I will be your host as I guide you through the most valuable and relevant emotional and psychological ideas. Ideas that will transform your perspective and enhance your personal life and relationships. Let's do this. This is episode number 40. Hello there, my dear friend. I hope this finds you well. This is Freedom Week, and it is all about the emancipation that awaits you as you increase your awareness about the critical interaction between you and your brain as you become more mindful and less brainful the real you starts to make choices in life and this is the beginning of your freedom look i have found over the past 16 to 17 years that people and this includes myself right to some extent or another that we are imprisoned and bound right the anxious individual that enters my office is not free he is not making the decisions in his life fear is at the helm and when fear enters in all of its state and struts around like a bully we as individuals cave and we hide fearful of the panic that can occur if fear doesn't get what fear wants right or the individual who comes in and is depressed they're not free like their freedom has become compromised by the intense emotions and thoughts that are repressing his mind and body. They feel overwhelmed, they're numb, they're hopeless, they're helpless, and his decisions aren't conscious, they aren't free, because many times they're bowing down to the brain and it's incomplete and oppressive ideals. In the same vein, the individual who becomes angry is not free either. Anger in all of its forms, bitterness, resentment, vengeance, jealousy, self-loathing, violence, hard-heartedness will either enter subtly through the back door and slowly poison you or break through the front door and rob you of your freedom and precious relationships. The insecure individual is not free. Their unhealthy dependence on others' approval, their acceptance, their value, and their love will ultimately lead to a controlling, needy, and paranoid behavior that will honestly result in the opposite outcome that they so longingly want. These are not the behaviors of free men and women, but the actions and actions of those who are chained and harnessed to the ideas and philosophies that will never bring them peace. And so one of the great purposes in this life is to discover what to choose and how to choose it. Like the great Dr. Seuss stated in one of my very, very favorite books. I don't know if you've ever read, Oh, the Places You'll Go, but it's awesome. But he says, you have brains in your head. You have feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself in any direction you choose. You're on your own and you know what you know and you're the guy who'll decide where to go. And you know what you know, right? That, that, that sentence is actually more meaningful than, I don't know, I don't know what he meant by it, but I think that that's important. And that implies that there's a limit, like that we know what we know and sometimes know more. But either way, this life is about us learning how to act and not 
to be acted upon. That is like one of the great purposes of life. Viktor Frankl, in his amazing book, Man's Search for Meaning, we did it a few weeks back, he said it this way, between stimulus and response, there is a space. I've memorized this quote, I absolutely love it. In that space is our power to choose our response, right? In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Think about that for a moment. In your response, it is about us awakening and freeing ourselves from the chains that hold us bound to a life that we wisely and intelligently choose. Just the other day, I was talking to a college student who's trying to make sense of her life, and that was my statement to her. Look, I am just here to employ the highest part of you and to help you make decisions that are wise and intelligent. That's all I want. I want you to put aside the animal and I want you to give me the most, the highest thinking part of you, the most reasonable part of you, the most intelligent part of you, and then let's work through some of the issues that you're dealing with. And I think sometimes it's so interesting when I call that out of people that they respond to me in a more conscious and responsible way, right? Response-able way. I love that. But anyways, that is what this is all about. When we react, we are not free. When you mindfully respond from a place of vision and purpose and wisdom, you are becoming free. And that is the whole idea. Think of freedom not as a, I'm either free or not free, but view freedom within a continuum that ranges from not free all the way to complete freedom. And I'm not sure we'll ever reach complete freedom because I believe that freedom is connected to knowledge. And I'm not sure that complete knowledge is available to us quite yet. But I believe that as we grow in truth, as we grow in knowledge, then we can increase our freedom to choose deliberately, consciously, and with purpose as we become responsive and fully accountable for every word that exits our mouths and the actions that are done by our hands, then we can begin to experience what it is likely to be free and powerful, free to consider what is before us, what really is before us, and powerful enough to influence any outcome. This isn't about some insecure kind of power or manipulation tactic. It is the humble realization that within me is the power to influence any setting, any time. And with that power comes a whole new level of accountability and responsibility. Viktor Frankl once again describes this interplay of freedom and responsibility in this manner. Let me read it to you. He says, Freedom, however, is not the last word. Freedom is only part of the story and half of the truth. Freedom is but the negative aspect of the whole phenomenon whose positive aspect is responsibleness. In fact, freedom is in danger of degenerating into mere arbitrariness unless it is lived in terms of responsibleness. Thus, I recommend, and this is, I think, kind of a funny part, I recommend that the Statue of Liberty on the East Coast 
be supplemented by a statue of responsibility on the West Coast. Ultimately, man should not ask what the meaning of his life is, but rather must recognize that it is he who is asked. In a word, each man is questioned by life, and he can only answer to life by answering for his own life. To life, he can only respond by being responsible. There's a lot there, and some that we need to give some thought to. If you're reading this book, you're in a very real way learning how to move positively within that freedom continuum. As your understanding increases, your thoughts will become more accurate, more descriptive of things as they truly are. And as your thoughts transform, your emotions will follow and they will become reflective of that increased knowledge. And then you will learn how to live more deliberately and more mindfully. In other words, I want you to see that freedom is a reality that can be harnessed and utilized by us to elevate the quality and richness of our life or to lead us into captivity, misery, self-victimization, and a virtual hell on earth. Freedom is intrinsic we inhabit it. There are systems of government, work contexts, and relationships that are awesome, and they provide so many opportunities and space for those freedoms to be expressed, and many other systems of government and whatnot that are really dictatorial, they're punitive, they're shaming and controlling, and that make the expression of our freedom difficult. But... And it's a big but. The reality of freedom remains. And with it, potential, always the seeds of potential change and transformation. This is why, my friend, your hunger for wisdom, my hunger for wisdom, truth and pure intelligence must be awakened. And I'm hoping to awaken it now at this very moment for you and for me. Because I believe that those principles, values, and truths will liberate you. And they will encourage creativity and invite peace into your being. We are all free. That is the given. It is the use of that freedom that I am most concerned about. Now, this is a powerful concept. And the accountability to it is almost absolute, meaning that in the end, that capacity within us, and maybe there are limits to what we can do, right? To where we can go, to how much we'll know. I understand that our conditions, our past, our culture, our trauma, our hurt, our thought and behavioral habits and patterns all cast a heavy shadow and an obscure, the very idea of freedom in our lives. And yet, that idea, the concept of freedom is still there. And if we nurture our beings with intelligence, truth, and enlightening principles, then we can rise from the ashes of insecurity, of faulty thinking, of unnecessary limits and limiting beliefs. Think of it. What would happen to your life today? this week, this year, if you did 
or acted out what the highest part of you wanted to do? Man, as I think and reflect on that question, man, I wouldn't miss another day of running. Man, I would write another book. I'd be up at 5 a.m. every morning. I would nurture my connection with the divine. I would love more consciously. I would, I would, oh my gosh, I would do so many things. Remember that your magnificent brain and body will ultimately become what you consistently tell it to be, right? I've told you before, the stories we tell ourselves, man, that's the spell. That's the spell. Our bodies and our brains will literally transform to our ultimate blessing or cursing, right? To facilitate our daily efforts. I live in constant amazement and at the same time, in constant frustration because there's so much power that resides in us, that resides in me. And it frustrates me when I neglect it, right? And for what? For comfort? For the easy choice? Man, here's my challenge to you and to me. While I spoke just a few moments ago, my guess is that your mind became somewhat awakened, perhaps encouraged. Maybe even ideas or inspiration came into your mind and I want you to create one, two or three goals or even better, create a system to develop those things that you would be doing, that you would be doing if you were able to do it, if you utilized that freedom and utilized your body and your brain to do the things that you want to do. So starting today or tomorrow, I want you to take a step. I want you to write it down somewhere. Just start with one. Man, it can be incremental. Maybe it's not five o'clock. Maybe it's an extra 10 minutes, an extra five minutes that perhaps you can spend on your knees or crisscrossed in meditation or writing or reading or studying or it's a book that you become and start to read today. It can be small, but it can begin and stick around and let's see what happens to your life. My friend, thank you so much for joining me. What a great week this will be. Let's increase and move within that freedom and utilize the power that is within and without us. And let's move forward our lives. And I'll see you tomorrow for some more inspiration. Bye.